And I'm Nikisha, and this is Talking Horror with Jamie. And Nikisha. Where we share our love for spooky things. Oh my God, it's Halloween! And talk Ah! horror (laughs) through the lens of human behavior. (laughs) Welcome, everyone. First, I was scared. (laughs) Then, I was excited. Yes. (laughs) Great. Great quote. Welcome, everyone. This is Halloween. Halloween, Halloween, (laughs) Halloween. No more days of Halloween, my fair lady. (laughs) And if you don't know where that is from, you better get ready, guys. Also, where the hell is Michael Myers? If you're asking these questions, then maybe you watched the 1982 science fiction horror film Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Goes out, it means the death of millions of people. Everyone watching, don't you understand that? Well, say it's a bomb, then say say whatever you want, say whatever you like, just get it off the air. Please, you just. No, no, I can't prove it. You've got to believe me, believe me. Take it off the air now, please. You've got to, it means. Stop it, please, for God's sake, please stop it. There's no more time. You've got to, please, stop it. Stop it now. Turn it off. Turn it off. Stop it. 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 No, no fancy Michael music here, okay? We're going off the grid, off the rails. Into the season of all of the witches in this crazy movie that I'm very excited for us to discuss. So this movie was written and directed by Tommy Lee Wallace, and it stars Tom Atkins and Stacey Nelkin. And it is the third installment in the Halloween chain and the only one that does not feature Michael Myers. Now, you guys probably knew this, and by you guys, I mean Brian and Jamie, but upon my Wikipedia search for all of these things... I saw that the original concept of Halloween was only supposed to be the first two being connected, and then the ones afterward were supposed to all be anthology. It's supposed to be an anthology series. So each one after the first two were supposed to be just different stories that happened on Halloween night. And they wanted the fourth one to be about um, ghosts. But because this one did not get great reviews, they brought back Michael Myers. And so here we are. Interesting. Also, uh, 
Well, it's it's Halloween, but on the 22nd of October, uh, thanks to Matthew Wood's calendar, that's the anniversary of Season of the Witch when it was released. Wait, so we're recording this on the anniversary of yes. Season of the Witch? So I didn't well, know if we could divulge that information. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, yeah, I did that on purpose. Uh-huh, totally. Okay, great. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> definitely did that on purpose. <laughs> I thought you did because I was like, oh, that's so smart, Brian. Like, it's no. the anniversary of it and we're recording it no, right I'm now. No, <laughs> I'm not that smart. That's good, though. I'm glad, I'm glad we did that. That's very exciting. Yeah, it's awesome. So, obviously, uh, <laughs> heavy spoilers for Season of the Witch, but not the other Season of the Witch, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, because there is a separate movie that is of the same name that I did not know and have not watched. Uh, so, make sure you're watching the right one with us. And Jamie, give us all the trigger warnings. What even? I don't even <laughs> know. Um, so, like, okay. Um, there are masks that murder people who wear them by melting their brains. Yes. And, and turning them into bugs and snakes. So definitely your bug and snake trigger warning. Here, oh, definitely. Definitely. For sure. Yeah. Um, I would also say, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I'm so just silly. like, the, the, it's, oh man. Um, there, there's like a, there's a gross like face explosion that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. someone like immolates themselves. Someone really gets their eyeballs pushed in and it looks like their face is being ripped off, but then you see their dead body mm-hmm. and it's fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then two people like fall on the floor, presumably to be dead. Also there's androids. So if you don't like robots or androids, True. um, also scary, uh, there's android body parts that still yes. attack you. So if that, if you don't like that, um, if paganism, you're not a fan of my robot, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, paganism. Oh yeah. Uh, Stonehenge. I, <laughs> I think I'm running out of triggers. I mean, like the mass murder of children. Oh yes. Uh, is is uh, is very heavily alluded to. Good point. Good point. Good point. Did I miss any weird um, deaths? I don't no. think so. But like bad accents, softcore porn. There's a lot of that in this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just you know. We'll we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Anyway, producer Ryan, if you have some words for us, please give them <laughs> yes. to us. Happy Halloween, everybody. We are so excited to have watched Halloween 3, Season of the Witch for you. Hopefully we watched it so you didn't have to. Um, <laughs> however, um, you can find us on social media, wherever you get social media, at Talk Horror Pod. Follow us on TikTok, Twitter, um, all that stuff, Instagram. But uh, happy Halloween. Happiest of Halloweens. Uh, Before we get into all the things, guys, I finished House of Usher. Did you guys finish? (gasps) We're almost there. We started the last episode. Yeah, we're almost done. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited for the opportunity for us to fully get into all of it and break it down. But I I mean, Flanagan does it again. And I'm just so (laughs) excited that he exists in this world uh, Mm -hmm. because it's fantastic but have you guys watched anything else outside of that 
Yeah, we've been up also plowing through the Goosebumps TV show on Hulu. Yeah, how is that? Mm-hmm. We're really enjoying it. I think it's really it's fun. Yeah. Nice. Is it anthology or is it all connected, like one story? It's all connected, okay. but like they, you know, they definitely pulled from the different stories I mean, of Goosebumps mm. to then like bring it. It's pretty similar in some ways to how Usher is doing stuff. Yeah, that actually really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where it's like each episode is like based on a story, but Mm -hmm. it's still like there's still a main plot that's driving what's happening. Yeah. Love that. It's Netflix or some? Hulu. It's on Hulu. Hulu. Oh, okay. Fantastic. I got to get into it. There's just so many great things. And then there's so much to watch. There's so much, and I'm uh, subscribed to AMC Plus, which has like all the horror things. So I'm oh, nice. really excited to. Well, dive AMC into Plus it. owns Shutter, so a lot most of that stuff is Shutter stuff. Oh, oh really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Fantastic. Well, oh, go back and get Shutter then as well. Awesome. Well, let's get into season of the witch. We need a plot summary. So excited to hear oh, how this no, plot summary goes. No, I forgot. Goes. I forgot. I have to do it. <laughs> Watch the plot. Well, Happy oh. Halloween, producer Brian. I know. Um, trick or treat to oh, you. Man. This is yeah, absolutely I know. a trick. <laughs> Hopefully you can remember it all. I know. Oh, Nikisha, I will say I'm deeper into season 11 of The Walking Dead because of you. I'm <gasps> finally finishing it. Okay. I know we talked about it, but I think I'm episode 8 or 9. There's like 20 mm-hmm. something, but like I'm, I'm getting there. Okay, what, is that the last season? Yeah, this is the last season that aired. Okay. Like, la- I forget, maybe it ended earlier this year. I don't remember when it actually ended, but uh, yeah. I'm finally mm-hmm. watching it. And I'm enjoying it. It's always it's a, it's a good binge. Yeah, I love that. Well, yeah, let me know how it ends and if it's worth it to keep. Well, you already said it's worth it to keep going. So <laughs> I think I so. I think so. It. I mean, right. if you've already committed this much time to it, like you might as well keep going. Seven seasons, and it's only 11? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Jamie, you have your timer ready? I do. Producer Brian, are you ready with your knowledge of this movie? Sure. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So two minutes are on the clock. Ready, set, go. So this man escapes from somewhere from the woods. Anyway, he finds himself in a hospital, um, and he's raving that the world's going to end. They're going to die. Everyone's going to die. So just before Halloween. And somebody breaks into the hospital and basically kills him. Um, the doctor, uh, who is an alcoholic who is separated, uh, divorced from his wife, um, for some reason becomes a little bit more interested in like why somebody died under his care like this. And he ends up meeting the daughter of this man and they, and he's holding a mask and the whole world is like very, the whole country is very excited about these three masks made by, um, what is it? Shamrock. Um, Um, so they're very excited about that, the, the silver shamrock. And so they're like, something is off about this. So anyway, they follow, they make their way to, to the silver shamrock, kind of this town, um, the Santa mill or something like that. This town that, uh, essentially is the, um, 
is the factory. They uh, everyone keeps dying around them. They're trying to figure out like what is happening. Um, <clears throat> there are a couple other people at that town who had orders and the orders didn't go through. Whatever the case may be, um, Silver Shamrock is also getting all of the kids excited at 9 p.m. on Halloween night to like watch their giveaway. Um, they can win something if they have a mask, but there's a medallion on every mask. And what we end up finding out as people keep dying, what we find out is that um, they stole a piece of Stonehenge that has this power, and they're basically putting Stonehenge into all the medallions, and they're going to essentially, like, as a sacrifice, because they're witches from the Celtic era, basically, um, they're melting kids' heads and turning them into, like... Um, Ghouls, turning them into uh, snakes and 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 rats. Excuse me, snakes and bugs. Um, and the guy ends up escaping. The girl he was with is actually an android the whole time. And then he tries <laughs> to get the TV station to turn off the commercials, and they don't. And the movie ends. The end. Halloween three, season of the witch. And that's the plot. And all the bodyguards are androids. All, all the bodyguards. And, you know, I dig that explanation better than, you know, watching the actual movie. So <laughs> let's get into it with our first segment, likes and gripes. And now our likes and gripes. Okay, so... Have you guys watched this before? And oh my god, I'm sorry if you had to watch it a second time. <laughs> so, we have not seen this, but I will say that we did know that like this was not with Michael Myers. We understood mm-hmm. we understood that like this was the anthology series they were trying to create it did not do well. And on TikTok, we've seen that like this movie has a like cult following. People like say it's underrated. They really like it. Um, you know, so on and so forth. So we had some I guess maybe expectations or background knowledge, but this was our first time watching it. Okay, I will say the same as far as I knew that Michael was not in this. So I didn't I, I went in not um expecting expecting him in it and again with the knowledge of it being an anthology. So Brian, since you already started and you never start, why don't you go ahead and give us no, a No, no, no. I think Jamie needs to go first on this one. <laughs> okay. Oh You know okay. I love a Jamie rant. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh man. Um so yeah, no, I haven't seen this film. Before, which is weird because I've seen, I don't know why. I used to watch, there used to definitely be movie marathons of like all of these. Right. And I used to watch them and I would rewatch like one, two, skip three, four, five, six. And then those were the only ones that I've seen. Those are still the only ones I've seen, aside from the reboot uh, Halloween by. Um, uh, well, I guess both reboots of Halloween. The Rob Zombie reboot of right. Halloween and the sequel and then the newest uh, the trilogy. Yeah. Um, and I, so I weirdly have like a lot of nostalgia for those, for the four, five, six. And I always heard, like you said, that three doesn't have Michael Myers in it and like wasn't as good. So I just kind of skipped it because I was like, I just want to see this like story Exactly. You know, the trajectory of Michael Myers and what's happening. Um, not that, four, and I know that four, five, and six are also not great. This movie, <laughs> if we can call it that, is terrible. 
I am even shocked that like it has a cult following. Um, I it totally didn't land for me at all. Zero percent. Um, we watched, we did watch this movie in two parts. So like we watched it, like we started it like late one night and then continued it the following morning. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, I, I was just so bored. This movie is really boring in like the first half of the movie. Mm -hmm. And, and like, they're, they're posing a lot of questions, but like. Boring, boring, (laughs) boring. It just. I just didn't care about anything that they were posing, about anything that was happening. The questions I had were like, why does this doctor care this much? I kept getting confused by the fact that he was a doctor and not a detective of some kind. Because like the right. the way that he involves himself in these things yeah. makes no sense. Um, and, then, and then I was confused about his relationship with like, uh, the the mother of his children because um, I was like I, I was like clearly I missed something because I'm so <laughs> utterly bored by this movie I just like I missed that they were divorced I because I thought that he was cheating on his wife and I was confused <laughs> just in the in the morning after I was like I am so confused about like what the setup for this movie is and it yeah. doesn't really get interesting until they like get to the factory in my opinion or like when the <laughs> when that silly lady is holding the microchip and like stabbing at it with her little pin and it fires into her face and I'm just like oh that's weird and it gave me real nope vibes yes um her whole mouth situation so spoilers for nope yeah, uh that's true yeah and I was like oh that's like gross and like a really interesting effect that they've done here practically kind of uh, mm-hmm. mostly, but like, why, why, I just, I just, I don't get it. I don't get why for most of this is my ultimate question. Um, yes. Why the androids? Uh, like when did he make all of them? I just, yeah, this movie is super boring to me. Um, I'm going to have that song stuck in my head forever. I've just been singing it throughout I mean, it's just London house. Bridge. Yeah, it is. Right, right, right. But about ho- but replace it with Halloween. Yeah, and then I'm more invested. And then I just kept singing it at Brian's face. Hey, what is still Halloween? Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. And, and like this is what I I'm like bobbing back and forth while watching it. Yes. Um, but I I don't I don't get it. I also I will admit that I had I spoiled the plot for myself. So like. I spoiled it before watching the the second half of the movie um, because I was just like, where is this all leading to? And I needed, to, I, I even, despite, I, I did that because I was like, I'm confused about what the first half of the movie is. I need to reread what I just saw and watched and like read that after watching the first half and then started the second half the next day and still was like, I don't remember what I saw. Like none of it seeped into my brain enough to retain it. Because it, it left, like, zero impression. Yeah. Um, no one's particularly good in this movie. Uh, it, like, yeah, it's just, like, a bunch of, a bunch of, like, 
rocks all talking to each other about nothing. It just doesn't, um, it doesn't feel realistic in any, nobody's connections or relationships seem authentic or real. And yeah, I agree. It's just talking, talking Um, rocks. And then, uh, the the sequence at the end with Stonehenge like activating and like making the circle the effects are are wild and by that I mean abysmally lacking mm-hmm. um, and then it just like I was like did he disintegrate like what did he disappear did Stonehenge take him to like another plane what happened what happened to the big bad he just right. He turned to stone, and then I thought he was, like, going to, like, turn into ash and, like, melt or something. But then he disappears. So, like, what – what – and that's totally mm-hmm. different. I would have bought that he turned into, like, an explosion of bugs. Right. Because that's right. what – that's what the thing <laughs> is doing. But then none of that happens to him. So, like, what is the power that Stonehenge holds and <laughs> – and why did why? it not have anything to do with what happened at the end? I just, yeah, I, I surprisingly don't have a lot to say about this movie, except I fully 100% trust my my child intuition of not ever watching this as a young person because I don't think that I could have handled it then because I certainly can't handle it now. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to take a <laughs> sip of wine and I'm going to piggyback off of anything. Hell yeah. Oh, God. Okay. And then he looks at the camera at the very end. I hated that. Oh, my God. Just keep acting for, like, five more seconds. The movie's almost done. Don't look at me. Also, I don't care. But, you know, somebody in that writing room was like, this is going to be the ultimate ending. Break the fourth wall. Exactly. Someone thought that that was the greatest thing on the face of the planet. Also, can we we need to also discuss the fact that this is so meta that they like put Halloween the original Ugh, one on the TV and like the on the TV multiple times. Yeah, I hated that so yeah. much. They also used like they used the soundtrack occasionally, but I was like, is the soundtrack playing on the TV because they're turning on Halloween, or mm-hmm. are they like? using the soundtrack proper like I couldn't actually tell but it didn't really make any sense because the soundtrack is so like what's the word I'm looking for eponymous synonymous I don't know you think of Michael Myers when you hear the soundtrack so why play the music if he is not here Mm -hmm. what's the point right yeah I wonder what it was like in like what was this 82 yeah it yeah this it's wild 82 uh, I will say, um, Jamie, to your point about the beginning being boring, the first thing that I put in my notes was that the car crushing the guy in the suit was probably the <laughs> lamest kill I've ever seen in horror movie like, history. Uh, that's he exactly, just slumped. That's exactly what I said. He just it, it barely tapped him. It tapped, like, hi, it tapped YouTube him, people, and he's like, we're recreating it for you. He gets tapped, and then he just whoop, falls over. Uh, Also, it's not consistent. But okay, so that that also because all of the androids when they die, they're all like spitting up their like yellow goo. Yes, he's the only one that doesn't. So you're like you don't know that it's an android at the beginning of the movie. Exactly, but that's bullshit because then you're not being consistent with like how they die just to misdirect us to think it's like some weirdly strong human man chasing after this guy. Like how. How stu- how annoying. That just makes me mad because you you change it for the rest of the movie just to be like, ha, we tricked you, but like 
you you didn't trick us. You intentionally misled us so right. that we wouldn't guess that they were androids, right. which I never would have anyway, even without the goo. But also because it's it, you, it's called Season of the Witch, and I just don't want I don't understand how people decided to put robots, but with like witchcraft. Because yeah. that just doesn't seem like two things that would go together. And if it could go together, this did a terrible job of trying to put those two well, things together. I'm interested in a film about robot witchcraft. This was not the one that I wanted uh, to, exactly. to, to be about. Um, yeah. I think that this, if this was about robot witchcraft, that would be much more interesting than what we got. <laughs> yes, I agree. So, Brian, put that in your list of things that we were always like, if we're going to redo it or rewrite it. <laughs> yeah. I actually think this movie would... I actually think there's a world in which this could be an interesting remake. Mmm. I, I don't know. Don't how, do that Yeah, to but... Me. Yeah, just... Don't, don't, yeah, fair, don't fair. wish that yeah. into existence. Right. Sure. I mean, I would still... I, I, I would still watch it just to see. Just to see yeah. if someone they, could make the connection. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but... The, the the point Jamie made about not caring about the characters, too, also because the doctor was just such a crappy human being. He's, like, sexually harassing his nurses. He's, like, Ugh. hooking up with all these people. I felt so uncomfortable watching him and Ellie do anything together. It, it, uh-huh. was, yeah. it felt wildly inappropriate. Um because of just the, how the age difference of how of how they looked. Um, Brian, to your point about accents, one thing that I put, this is a terrible Irish accent. <laughs> it really was. It was bad. And then, like, so then when he's, like, finally admitting what they're doing, and then he, like, slips into an Irish accent, like, and then he goes back into his English accent, like, I, I get that that was, those are just, like, weird choices that, like, they made, and they, like, it was. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, I should, I wish, this is going to sound w- insane, but I wish this movie had leaned more. The movie, okay, we all know, and it's been said on here many, many times, I do not like 80s movies that I had to have no nostalgia for. I, mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. And I think that this fits right into the pocket of, like, you're taking this too seriously, and it's not fun. If you had leaned right. more into the absurdity of it, like, it just feels like it's taking itself so, so seriously. I, I, I fucking hated this movie. Like, like yes. truly... <laughs> Uh, I I can't describe to you how much I hated this movie. And I went in with expectations, really wanting to like it. You know, and but mm-hmm. uh, because like, oh, cool, people seem to like this one. This is the one that people don't talk about anymore. This is going to be mm-hmm. like a fun 80s romp. And this was not the fun 80s romp I wanted. I thought that no. it was just like a truly bad movie. I would have rather, if this was a black and white movie from the 50s, Mm-hmm. I would have enjoyed it more than it being like because it, it's almost a throwback. I get I get what they're trying to do here. It's this throwback to like these like 1950 serials or like the like these like weird little movies or like that would be like you know Martians versus Santa Claus or, or something like that. Mm. But this one was just like man missed the mark on so many levels because they're trying to combine like the weird softcore porn of like 80s like like. <coughs> late 70s, early 80s movies, when the 80s were kind of figuring out what their decade, like, tone was movie-wise. But mm-hmm. with, with, like, with, like, that, like, that, um, that, like, serial type of uh, storytelling, noir or whatever it is. And they, and honestly, tone aside, this movie misses every single mark 
to make it interesting and grounded. And I'm not saying that it needs to be like a serious drama grounded, but like it's it just feels so disjointed on every single level that it is unwatchable. It is more interesting as a history lesson on the like the the, the franchise of Halloween than it is at all like as a film. A movie sucks. Well, yeah. yeah, Brian, My the very last thing I wrote on my notes was that if this was a, a bad movie to be funny, you know, like you said, like, I would accept it. But they're trying to make it uh, too serious. And yeah. it, is a, oh, yeah. it is a good it because of that. very seriously. Like, way, way too seriously. <laughs> and, also, and I, also, no, go for it. No, 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 go ahead. Oh, I, and I get that people probably watch this in an ironic, ironic way. And they're just like, oh, this is like stupid 80s. Like, I enjoy that. I do not enjoy watching 80s movies like that because I have no nostalgia that way. I that's not how I like 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 I, I just that's not how I like to watch movies and and that's that's a me thing and I recognize that if somebody else loves this movie, if somebody else has a ton of nostalgia for this, if someone has so much fun watching this movie like hell yeah. There's a lot of I have a lot of likes for this movie, but like the gripes are so overwhelming. This is an unwatchable piece of garbage. Sorry. That's like the harshest I've ever heard you talk about. Uh, yeah, I think that's the most uh, uh, aggressively no, it, it, come across. The, the two, my, right now, if you were to ask me what my two like least favorite movies are, it might yeah. be this one, and as we all know, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. That movie. That, that tracks. Bluff. That movie that just, tracks. you know what? I, I, I would argue that these two movies have a lot in common. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, wow. And yes. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, have a lot in common. One is the softcore <laughs> porn of it all. Yes. Two, you have human, you have very uncharismatic human beings trying to, like, have some sort of relationship. Three, mm-hmm. the movie is trying to do something very serious and isn't leaning into, like, the camp of it all. Um, it just, like, it doesn't know what it actually wants to be or it has the wrong idea of what it thinks it should be. And it is just, and the acting is stale and terrible and, like, the endings are both stupid and, like, things are happening in this movie, both movies, and I don't believe that the characters that were presented to us, even if one ends up being an Android at the end, and we'll get to that, because that doesn't make any sense, like, at all, I actually think that twist undercuts the entire movie. If that twist didn't happen, I would have enjoyed it more, and we'll get into that. Sorry, I'm just, like, waterfalling at this point, but, like, like, I think that Fifty Shades of Grey and Halloween Season of the Witch have a lot more in common than you think, Venn diagram it. I, believe me. Yeah, this. I mean, that's not even a parlor talk. That's like you in the hot seat spilling no. the tea. Okay, that's, that's the, not. The that's, that, this is just a co- movie conversation. This isn't yes. even parlor talk. This isn't a hot right. take. This is just like likes and gripes. You yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's very yeah. passionate about his his likes and gripes. Um, yeah. There was something that you uh, mentioned. Oh. Um, the Ellie thing with her being a robot again. <clears throat> that's also what I put in my nose. It made no mm. sense that she was no. helping him get no. out of the thing, but she was a robot the whole time. <clears throat> What's the point? So then what What's was the, the point? point of that? Because like the way I said, Jamie said this best. He's a doctor. We, Jamie and I kept looking at each other during this and being like, He's a doctor, He's right? a doctor, right? Like, he's a, he's a, why, why is he so involved? <laughs> what is he doing here? And then something mm-hmm. I hated was, like, 
What the movie had to do was make him special. The movie had to... Why does Silver Shamrock care so much that, like, they created this fake daughter to bring him... Because he was interested? He they Like, why, why did that android daughter bring him back? And then, why didn't they just kill him? And I... I like... Uh, like there was no reason for them to keep him alive, and like you know, except for the fact that this movie needs a hero, and that he's and that Silver. That's what I also didn't believe about this. That I do believe mm-hmm. in weird James Bond movies because James Bond is mm-hmm. special, and there's an ego to the villains that they capture James Bond. Like I get that, but he's just some random random doctor. Like mm-hmm. I didn't understand why he was so like. And then the the him and then her being the android makes no sense. Jamie and I were cracking up. Crap! Because like, and then I yelled at the TV. So I was silly. like, "But why would she bring him there? It doesn't exactly. matter. He wouldn't exactly. have known. She he didn't have any clues. Like, what are we doing? Sorry, I have to stop. I have to stop right away. <laughs> You're just saying what we're all thinking about thinking, it, honestly. Yeah. Because that's, that's it, it the just truth. doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, like, it doesn't make any sense. We talk a lot about how much we like and really honestly require rules for our movies. Yes. And this this movie just doesn't give a fuck about anything, let alone rules. And I think that's also, that's like part of why it's just so hard to watch. It's mm-hmm. just like, yeah. it's just doing whatever it wants all the time. And it's like, we're asking questions to try to get a deeper understanding, but like, they don't, there's no, there's no answers to be found here. No. no. And for some people, I, I'm sure that's a part of its charm. I, I get that. Sure. Just yeah. like this unhinged, like romp <laughs> and the history that it's like, this is the one without Michael Myers. Like mm. I, I totally, I was really excited to watch this. I really thought I was going to find like a hidden gem. I was like, Oh, this is an eighties movie one off that I actually really like. And it just ended up being this like hole of sadness. Like, I mean, well, I'll go. Like, I love. I think the opening credits are fun. I think the masks are super cool. Listen, I like the song in the Halloween commercial. We have it's our catchy. bad '80s father. Yeah, um, I like some of the silly stuff, like him wiggling in the skeleton mask out of the chair. Like mm-hmm. the, the mask flip onto the camera at the end is insane, and I loved it. Um, I like that him being a piece of <laughs> shit why he still will get his kids killed, that his wife didn't listen to him. Like, I love that. that yeah. Like, I, I thought that was great. <clears throat> I like that the little kid's name was Little Buddy, the uh, other sales guy's kid. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, like, I thought that mm. that's, you know, and, and a lot of other people, like, I'm sure enjoy all of my gripes. <clears throat> like, it was just, like, also, this. you want to know my biggest gripe? This is my biggest gripe. This is going to sound insane, but here's my biggest gripe. Yes. If they believe that this is going to be the last Halloween, why do they have so many overstocked masks? Why are they still doing production the day of Halloween, like a couple of hours beforehand? Like if this was a business that believed that it was the end, that they were going to like give all these sacrifices and stuff, and they have all Mm -hmm. these masks... And all of this, the factory would have been done. All the shipments would have been made. Like, like <clears throat> this, it doesn't make sense. Like from a business yeah. standpoint, unless they were, tr- I, you know, whatever the case may be, maybe they were trying to say, you know, maybe the numbers need to show they were doing more so that people wouldn't be questioning them. But like that made no sense. And then he goes and says, <clears throat> the quote is like, um, uh, the volatile chemicals. Like you can't go in there. The finishing touches are volatile yes. chemicals. I'm like. 
Oh, the masks you give children, you finish off with volatile chemicals, and that's something everybody <laughs> accepted in the moment. Like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> like I get it was eighty two, but like, honestly, like the fact that this doesn't seem like a running business that is going to like this is the la- like, <clears throat> it's not like it's a storefront. People are coming in. You know what I mean? Like, this is right. the factory. The factory is done. Manu- and all they manufacture is those three masks. Like. And how do they have so much marketing money that they would, like, every single kid in the whole country would have these masks and there were no other Halloween costumes? Like, I don't, like, all of that is just, like, the logistics of all of that without them trying are just absolutely fucking insane and nuts. (laughs) And I hated it. I didn't even try to explain it. And listen, that's fine. And I'm, like, double backing because, like, if you like, like, I couldn't get, I couldn't get through it all. Uh, bottom well, yeah. line is that stuff didn't matter because the movie was boring as he- uh, it was awful. Boring. Boring. No, yeah. boring. Everything. <laughs> the story, the acting, uh, the effects. Literally, the only effect that I even enjoyed a little bit was uh, when that lady's afterface off. Yeah, that was the be- That was one of the better ones. <laughs> yeah, but uh, anything oh. else? No. Oh man, <laughs> joy. Pure joy is watching my wife laugh at a hand choking him when it's clear like the woman is like out of it's frame. It's underneath. <coughs> oh my god! And then it kept coming back, and Jamie was I, literally like, "I'm done. <laughs> I'm done." <laughs> oh my god! But like, do something different. Like, we get it. We fucking get it. Stop! It was. It just kept. It just going. kept. Made no, it just all made so no sense. It was like annoying. they thought of every kind of twist, but yeah, the, leading up to it, it just made no sense for the twist to happen. But they were like, "This will be cool if this was the twist, yeah. and this will be cool if this was yeah. the twist." It was decidedly tra- not cool. They also tried to make it like a Willy Wonka situation, where like you're in the the mask factory. Like how exciting, right. everyone! And it's like, uh, oh, here's yes. another thing. Did you all pick mm-hmm. up on this? That when she gets out of the shower, she, like, has the little towel, and then she grabs the comforter. (laughs) She, like, grabs the blanket and starts wrapping herself in it. What are you doing? (laughs) Who does that? Then what? How are you going to sleep? Your whole bed is wet. Yes. The whole bed is wet. Plus, she's an android. Nikisha, Nikisha, please. It just made me so upset. Because there was nothing that led to anything afterwards. It's not like he came in and they started having sex. It was its own scene. For yeah. what? Yeah. For what? For what? For what? Literally, you have a little t- a, a towel and then you're going to put, oh. And as someone who's like super clean and it's like that was just made my skin crawl. Because oh. why are you using an entire comforter <laughs> to dry your body? You are in a hotel that has oh, multiple God. towels. And I, and then it was like, oh, I'm cold. Oh, you, they just wanted to show her naked body. Softcore porn. Hate it. But yeah. I, 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 I'm just like. I love how there was a scene where a little kid's <laughs> head melts and turns into bugs and snakes, and the thing yes. that made our skin crawl is her, like, drying <laughs> off with the bedding. And that's being in your 30s. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's so oh, my God. But it's so stupid. Oh, Because there's so much, oh, I, it, yeah, it's, it's chaotic. <laughs> that is That is chaotic. That is sociopathic, chaotic behavior. Yeah, oh, honestly, okay. too. <laughs> we really are. We're we're shitting on this movie, 
But I do have to say, again, probably because they plagiarized it from London Bridge is Falling Down. Yes. The song is an earworm. The little video is, it like, it sticks with you. Like, uh, we have a friend who has earrings that are of the little television with the pumpkin Mm. in the TV. Mm -hmm. And like, that's like, that image is definitely like, feels iconic. So there's something, there's something to give it. But throw literally throw everything else away. So actually, Jamie, that's an that's an excellent point because I know these masks before even seeing this movie. Yes. But also that beautiful image at the end with all the kids like, you know, picking out the mask. First of all, kids would so many kids wouldn't be picking out their masks like they have. But like, you know, those three kids kind of like with the red background and like on the hills and like like some of this movie is actually gorgeously shot, like really beautiful, um, which is a shame. Yeah, because like we've all said, everything else was just like all for all. It was it was awful. And just, again, the acting just really made me so upset. There were so many moments where it just didn't, it just didn't pull through. And you know what? It, um, I, I can understand people liking the, like the OG uh, Evil Deads. Because when if you guys have been listening to us, like when we first watched it, I was like, I don't get the, the hype about this. But it all still kind of, it made sense. And then as it progressed on, it took itself less seriously and it leaned into all of the sure. camp. And so then it was like, oh, now I'm invested. Because you guys mm-hmm. have figured out your shtick and then and you made it work for the, for the chain. But all this was just everything against it. The it, like we said, just the story and the acting and everything. So I just personally, I, I don't even understand. I can't even understand um, mm-hmm. the the liking of this, the cultness of this. Because with a movie like Evil Dead, even that was easier to understand. Of like, I, I can see why people like lean into this sure. more so than this one. So yeah, and- I. Yeah, I don't get it. And as someone who has seen like four, five, six, I think that those movies also kind of take themselves a little too seriously, which is mm. why they're like fine. But like, I, but they also they take themselves seriously. But there's also the element of like they're bringing some some pretty wild things into these movies as they continue. And yeah. I won't spoil them because I don't I don't think either of you have seen four, five, six. I've only seen one, two, now three. I haven't seen anything, bef- and then I've I haven't seen anything from three through those Rob Zombies. I have not seen, but then I've seen mm. twenty eighteen and ends and, and kills. Yeah, kills. And, and did ends. you watch Freddy versus Jason or no? Not yet. We haven't. Wow, well, that has nothing to do with any of this because that's Michael Myers. I'm no. Sorry. No, but you're just trying to stay positive. I get it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like, there's got to be something redeeming. There's got to be um, something here. <laughs> but I don't. I mean, like this just like was so. And maybe if I rewatched four, five, six, I would feel similarly because I haven't watched them since I was younger. But like, mm-hmm. I feel like yes, they they similarly take themselves really seriously. But like, they're also at the same time taking on concepts in other horror movies that like are so off the rails that you're like, you're having fun with it, if you will, even if you know that it's like not great. This, I feel like doesn't do that. Yeah. And as someone who loves James Bond, this really felt like a weird, like, like awful, awful, like, like secret agent movie, but he was a doctor. That's bad. Yeah. 
Right? Yeah, that that actually it feels like a bad Bond movie. It feels like one of the bad ones that like people don't really you know like yeah like yeah as much. I, I, and and I think part of that is like the weird androids, the weird villain, the villain who like gives his entire spiel to this doctor for no apparent for no reason. reason. Um, and and just the doctor's ability to like be in all of these spaces all the time because yeah. that's what you think about when like you know a secret agent is like able to get enough information to then like sneak their way into the thing and like that's what this doctor is doing but like why why does he give a shit like yeah. that doesn't make any sense to me that's and, not his job and and what Bond has over this is that the Bond movies at least from like. Goldfinger through like the last Pierce Brosnan movie don't take themselves seriously. Like, oh no, you'd like I love them because I love the tongue and cheek, even the the later Connery ones, and obviously all the mm. Roger Moore ones, maybe except for Live and Let Die. But like, I, I this movie just like is taking itself like a serious Bond movie, which makes it worse than that. <laughs> but the, the the but um. What, but I know for a fact that, like, the lead actor in this, like, was the sheriff in, like, My Bloody Valentine 3D. And, like, you know, he has, like, he has, like, a horror cult status because of this, obviously. Mm. But, like, yeah. we'll buzz your girlfriend, woof, you know? Well, literally, woof, big woof. I, mm-hmm. Okay, anything anything else we want to discuss <laughs> um, in this? Besides being horribly uh, angry. Did you get any good quotes, Brian? Yeah. God. They're going to kill us, all of us. Although the wife, we had the subtitles on. What the wife says on the other side of the phone is truly spectacular. At one point, she says, The kids won't even remember your name. Amazing. Oh, my God. Uh, Um, uh, And then. when when she goes, where do you want to sleep, Doctor Chalice? And then he goes, that's a dumb question, Ms. Chalice. Hated that. Uh, there's that whole monologue uh, that the guy does, but the, my favorite that stuck out was he invented the sticky toilet paper. Oh yes, <laughs> I looked over at Brian's face, and he was just like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh my god! There's that. I know that this was not the case in 1982, but there's this amazing line where they—it's a voiceover. Someone saying like, "Yeah, you know, it's what separates them apart." Is you know, he always paid attention to the details. Meanwhile, they're showing like the native, the the, the stereotypical racist Native oh, American yes. depictions. Yes. But yeah, that it was, was so weird. Like we see it now. They like you know we're blind to that or whatever. Anyway, that was right. like that felt very yucky. Um, and then oh and then when the doctor says this is my favorite I think it's time for the marines <laughs> oh also another gripe a huge gripe in this movie is no radio station with, or TV station with the amount of money that Silver Shamrock probably paid for those ads and they've been marketing oh, they're not, they're not pulling they're not them. pulling no. them they're not pulling no. any of them. Actually, the studios pulling the commercials actually felt less felt very unrealistic. Yeah. Absolutely, because then it's like they're changing the, he's, the channels. He's like, too. I have no proof. You just gotta believe me. He's like, I'm, I'm a doctor. Like, uh, what, what are you? What are, they're just gonna believe this random man who's calling on Halloween and be like, yeah. okay, yeah, we'll we'll pull it. 
Also, it's like yeah. how many channels Why? is I it I would on? assume it's a prank. It's on Halloween. It's on Halloween. Yeah. They could have. Oh, yeah. I'm sure the station got a million calls being like, oh, you know, is your refrigerator running? Well, you better go catch it. You know, like <laughs> some shit like that. <laughs> is that your best prank call? No. Yes. That, yeah. Yeah. I used to listen. Did anyone watch, listen to the Jerky Boys growing oh, up? No. 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 I, I had friends who had Jerky Boy this. cassette. Oh, it's just like the Jerky Boys just like did like prank phone calls and re- like recorded them. Is that like Crank Yankers? Do you remember yeah, that, that show? Sort of, I remember yeah. Crank Yankers, yes. <laughs> I, I never owned one, but my friends had them. I know it sounds fake, but like my friends had them. <laughs> and like, yeah, the, they'd be like, uh, yeah, some pretty racist, horrible stuff on there. Um, oh, but they, yeah, as far as I remember. But anyway, the Jerky Boys, great. Great. Uh,. All terrible. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> Let's move on <laughs> to our next segment of mm, brains. Mm, well, there were no brains in the makings of this, brains, but yeah. <laughs> we're gonna try. Um, oh, so I don't even remember mm. what part this was. I think it's when the head witch guy was talking to the doctor and uh, I don't know. But my question is, what is Thorazine? Because they had like somebody had given that to somebody to make them like sleep or something. Yeah. I'm trying to even remember when they said it, too, because I do remember them saying it. Um, oh, was it was it in the beginning when the doc when the um, oh you're right it when was because they thought comes it was in. Uh, a psychological or what like a mental breakdown that the, the yeah guy was having um, yes. and I wish I knew more about like what's like an appropriate amount of milligrams for things yeah you you hear that in doctor shows all the time and I'm just like I think that would kill someone but whatever <laughs> um, but Thorazine is real uh, mm-hmm. Thorazine is an antipsychotic. Um, oh, okay. And so it helps with like uh, like folks who have diagnoses like <laughs> schizophrenia, sometimes bipolar disorder. Um, it uh, like in that situation, it being per- it being used would make sense to like calm somebody. kind of calm someone down in a way, or or help somebody relax. Yeah. Um, if they if they are. Um, agitated um plus i'm guessing it also makes sense if that guy is like they're gonna kill us all like he's presenting maybe as paranoid they might jump to a conclusion that it's some kind of psychosis so that i can see where the tracking is of use of name dropping thorazine there okay that makes sense and then the rest of the movie falls off (laughs) right (laughs) and then everything else mm, pretty pretty fictional uh, okay. So, also, well, we didn't even mention the fact that the doctor has a fucking drinking problem, guys. Oh, yeah, we didn't oh, even talk yeah. about that. Because <clears throat> I kind of don't remember, like, the who references that? Like, his wife? His wife? Yes. The nurses tell the android woman where to find him. It's like, oh, you can probably find the doctor in the bar. And the, and the oh, wife... Oh, yeah. And then the wife is like, oh, you're going to go do surgery now? And, like, oh, my God. Yes. Like, it's uh, it's awful, but that led me to a question. <laughs> um, so, can we talk about why you think, in your opinion, people choose certain substances like alcohol or other kinds of drugs to abuse in an attempt to like 
deal or cope with life problems as opposed to like seeking professional help or assistance from friends and family. I mean, like this guy's a doctor. He could absolutely afford therapy, but he's like (laughs) drinking, you know? He's just, yeah, he can't, you know, I don't really know what kind of doctor he is anyway. But uh, I mean, I think like, like for some people using substances, especially like kind of what you're describing, if someone's like in distress or they're experiencing something that's like, really difficult for them or maybe they experience trauma um, yeah. or just like, you know, I am, I, I'm not a doctor, but I can imagine like being a doctor in a hospital in particular is probably really overwhelming and stressful and like, just like nonstop, very intense. Um, and I think like a, using some kind of substance like alcohol, for example, is a form of avoidance. It's a way, it's like an escape. You don't have to think about, like, all of the stress that you're dealing with on a regular basis. As opposed to, like, you know, like, therapy is is not really avoidance. Like, that's – it's kind of the opposite. You kind of have to grapple and face, like – Deal with your More directly with – yeah, with the stuff that's, like, coming up for you. And that can be super uncomfortable for people and and really difficult. So, like – it's and also I think it's like part of our nature is that like we don't necessarily want to lean into uncomfortable things. Yeah. Um. So I think that too makes it difficult to uh, like <clears throat> lean on supports. Also, if we feel like we're not totally understood by our support system, mm-hmm. like for our our doctor here in this movie, maybe he doesn't feel like supported or or heard or understood by his wife. Um for, you know, whatever reasons. And so, like, maybe he feels more isolated as a result and then leans on alcohol as a way to, like, cope yeah. um, as one example. But, like, I think I think that tends to be, um, you know, why somebody might use substances is, like, it's, it's an escape from having to deal directly with, like, the things that are really painful to deal with and, like, can – just thinking about it causes a lot more harm than like not having to think about it. For sure. But also, he's definitely in our worst dad's hall of fame. Absolutely. Yeah. Good. <clears throat> okay. He said, I'm going to go uh, investigate with this woman that I don't know because she's pretty and I'm going to leave yep. my kids and uh, yeah. to, to figure and not this call out. Ever. And not call ever. And now they don't know his name. Yeah. And now they there. don't know his name. <laughs> Okay, my last question is, speaking of just a divorced household and such, uh, who do you think suffers the most trauma in those kinds of households? The absent father or the mother taking care of the kids or the kids themselves, just in your your opinion? Yeah, I mean, for one, I'll say that, like, you know, heterosexual people aren't the only people getting divorced so it could also be you're correct other other dynamics at play but i mean i do think like you know something important if if some if someone's in like a a strained relationship of any kind and they have kids and they're they're considering their options in that moment if it's like strained to the point where it's it's likely not you know going to work out from here but they're thinking about staying for the sake of their children, that ends up causing way more harm to children. Um, Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think it's so hard because obviously it's traumatic for everybody involved, but I do think that 
it's it is really impactful on children regardless of age like there's like adults who like find out that their parents are getting divorced and like that still absolutely has an impact on them so I don't even think age is necessarily a factor um but I think that like it is it's it's really hard also to like communicate that effectively sometimes um to children um again of any age uh but I think that that definitely has like a particularly lasting impact on the family unit, like how they might view their own relationships moving forward. Um, So yeah, like I I would probably say children. Yeah. But I do like what you um, said about people staying in situations where they probably shouldn't and how that can really um, affect people sometimes even more so because they're under, yeah. in that, in that mm. dynamic, you know, the kids are witnessing that inside the household as opposed to if they were separated, you know? Yeah. And it's hard. Like, obviously, co-parenting is hard mm-hmm. and, um, you know, like figuring out what that new dynamic is going to look like, being in separate, like if there's shared custody and being in separate locations, all of that is really challenging. Um, but again, it's like children are super perceptive. Like, mm-hmm. you know, don't don't doubt their ability to like observe and like take in and absorb the the things that are happening around them, whether you think they're like noticing it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, it's like they're they're smarter than we give kids credit for sometimes, and they're able to notice that like you know, that there might be harmful dynamics at play. Right. And again, like, how does that also impact um, themselves, their identity, their relationships moving forward? Yeah. Great. Great Mm -hmm. answer. That's all that I have for this. Yay. Uh, So let's move into Rotten Tomatoes, which I'm super excited. I made sure I didn't see this. I'm very excited for this one. Um, okay, well, I mean, let's do this. What do you think this has on Rotten Tomatoes? 18. <laughs> yeah, like 15. Um, oh, it's going to be something higher. You said 18 and 15? Mm-hmm, yeah. I think this, what would be the perfect score for this movie? Anything below 20? <laughs> I um, think. <laughs> This movie has a 50%, which, like, makes sense It's been nice doing this podcast with (laughs) y'all, but, like, I can't recover from that score. That's absurd. That does not make sense. Who? How? This is the way I look at, like, an older movie like this. They're not pulling, like, the old reviews of the time, so I'm sure there's a lot of... It's only... It's 50% based on 36 reviews. If I actually look through this, my assumption um, is that, like, a lot of these are, like, written now with, like, more context. You know what I mean? Like, these are not, like... the Anyway, which I think you should be able to revisit a movie. Don't get me wrong. But anyway, this is a 50%. The audience score is a 28%. Okay. Um... But it's it's laudable deviation from series formula notwithstanding. Halloween 3 Season of the Witch offers paltry thrills and dubious plotting. Dubious. Dubious. <laughs> um, 
So what do you think this has average wise on letterbox on letterboxed, excuse me? Oh god. Well 2.5. I'm just gonna go two solid. Uh two point eight seven, which brings it to a two point nine. Yeah, that, that tracks. Yeah. People <clears throat> liking it. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's the Rotten Tomatoes on the letterbox, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I get it. I totally understand, but also Boo Earns. Boo. Boo, boo. Well, yeah, because there was one, I forgot what chain we were, like, going back and, uh, checking all of their ratings, and one had, like, was definitely below the 50s, but I still could not imagine that it, what we were talking about, that chain of movies was worse than this. Yeah, I just what I'm what I'm seeing and and you know someone who is coming to these slashers late in life like people have their favorites obviously and like they recognize that they're bad and they have nostalgia and they lean into it but man a lot of these like slashers are really hard to get into if you have no nostalgia for them like I get it. not that this is a slasher per se but like um you know like but like like for instance I had a blast watching the Friday the 13th movies, but like, I, but like I recognize what they are and a lot of them kind of lean into it. But then like, I just have a hard time like watching some of those other slashers in general. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm going to feel when I watch, like some of the Freddy stuff is not enjoyable for me. I don't, I think some of the, like, but I haven't finished those. Anyway, besides the point, um, let's do the four S's. Skulls, scares, shakes, and suggestions. The talking horns, four S's. <laughs> yes. Well, also speaking of Freddy, I forgot to mention that we had a movie night um, that I hosted and we watched uh, Nightmare, the first one, because a lot of people mm-hmm. hadn't seen it in the cast. Yeah. So everyone is like gung-ho about watching the second one. So maybe we'll try to go through the... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Freddy's... The second one feels like a fifth movie. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I feel that. That second one, talk about breaking every rule that that Wes Craven set in the first one and the second one. Anyway, that's yes. we'll, we'll get into those. But we'll discuss, point. yes. Yeah, okay, let's do the four S's. Um, Jamie, why don't you start with this with this romp of a, of a ride? <laughs> uh, oh, God, don't, don't be mad at me, Internet. Um, for Skulls, I'm giving this a two uh, because there's no... This movie might as well have been written and all acted mm-hmm. by actual androids. There's no Thanks. human listen, humanness if, to this film. Listen, I support the writers and the and the and the I support the writers and the actors and all these strikes and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, AI could have written a better movie than this. <laughs> and I don't think any I don't think many people will disagree with you. So, <laughs> oh God. Um, for scares, I'm giving this a one, uh, one to all the bugs and creepy crawlies. But like those, those separately outside of this movie scare me. So it feels like cheating to even give it. That sure, sure. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. For shakes, I'm I'm giving it a one because I literally couldn't remember what happened in the first half of this movie, or that the doctor was a doctor, or like who and why <laughs> and what. <laughs> all the five W's. <laughs> Obsessed with all this. Nikisha? Yeah, one's across the board, man. Uh, I really wanted to <laughs> dig it, but nope. All right. I got a, a one for skulls, a zero for scares, and a one for shakes. 
And my suggestion is, you want a Halloween movie, watch Trick or Treat. Yeah. You so want a good. Halloween movie, watch Halloween. Halloween. Well, yes. Any of the Halloweens. <laughs> Any yeah. of them. Uh, honestly, yeah. Just just steer, steer clear. <laughs> steer clear from the witches and the bugs. Because mm-hmm. it, it makes no sense. It's like people just had like a hat and they said, everyone just throw things in. And then they pulled <laughs> out, hmm, witch. Yeah. Mm, bugs. Celtic. Mm, robots. Yeah. Let's mm. make it work. <laughs> Stonehenge. <laughs> right. I that was the biggest jaw drop I've ever had in my life was just it being mentioned in this movie. Also, there was that news report about Stonehenge exactly. earlier. And yeah. I was like, honestly, this movie was already so off the rails. I I didn't even like I, 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 I actually feel stupid that, like, I didn't see that coming because that was the only clue <laughs> that this movie... There's only literally one clue, and it's that. Yeah. And I was like, well, this yeah. is... Anyway. Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. Well, that ends our episode. Also, happiest of Halloweens, man, guys. I, as, wow. producer, as producer, I want to apologize to all of our listeners. I wish we could have been more positive, more exciting on Halloween, but you know, we took the chance. We took the risk. We took we this Halloween movie that we had never seen, and honestly, this makes Halloween 2 look like a masterpiece. I don't like Halloween 2 as well, mm-hmm. but like, this, I'm just like totally flabbergasted and i hope you got entertainment out of this episode listeners because like (laughs) this i wish we had been more positive but like that's the that's the risk that when you roll the dice you don't know what you're gonna get i was gonna say no no risk no reward okay so Mm -hmm. that's true we are (laughs) and we've seen it now we've all seen it now and and we can say that we've seen it and we can say that other people don't seen it Yes, like you said, we watched this so you didn't have to. (laughs) Yo, man, I'm so sorry. Just listen to us talk about it. And if you loved it, I'm so happy that we could help you love it more. (laughs) No more days till Halloween. Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. 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 My fair lady, silver shamrock. But now, if, if the masks were available, I'm sure you could get them somewhere. Like, I would oh, totally you definitely just can. have one, you know, yeah. just for shits and giggles. I would get a mask. I would get them to <laughs> honor one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Exactly. <laughs> just put it on display. And yeah. Yes. Tell, tell, tell its story to the peoples yeah. so they don't have to. Ooh. But they were finished with volatile chemicals, so just be careful when you put them on your face. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, guys, that wraps up our episode. You can follow us at Talk Horror Pod, P-O-D, on all the social medias, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, help us get to 20K followers that we're leaning towards on TikTok right now. We're yes. Uh, yeah, we're on TikTok, we're at like 16K right now. Okay, yes. Help us get to 20, guys. Press like. Uh, and Brian, where can they listen to us? You can listen to us wherever you get podcasts. You can, of course, uh, on YouTube. Hi, YouTube. Um, you can, of course, find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review us there. Five stars, please. And thank you. Thank you. I keep thinking about that one time where we didn't get four stars because we didn't. I mean, we didn't get five stars. We got four because we didn't like Malignant or or something. Uh, The third (laughs) Conjuring movie. Oh, the third Conjuring. And so I'm like, (laughs) okay, guys, I know we didn't like this movie, but, you know, we tried. (laughs) Yeah. Help us. Help us out. (laughs) I'm going to read one of our newest reviews. We said that we would if you write us a nice review. 
So oh, yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Um, Woohoo! Yeah, let's uh, let's find uh, a, a nice one. Um, <laughs> they all are. They're all nice. Yeah. 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 Uh, this is by. Uh, Yakli D. Uh, this has quickly become one of my favorite podcasts. The three hosts give, have great chemistry. They give in-depth analysis. I look forward to them every week and often go back for re-listens. Thank you. That's very, Thank very you. kind of you. Um, and then uh, I think we have another one. Uh, let me find it. Um, oh. uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to find it. Uh, give me one <laughs> second. Uh, yep, I'm gonna find it. I'm uh, gonna find yep, it. Go. Uh, give me one second. <laughs> it. Here we, we go. are finding and, mm-hmm. and finding. we're looking and we're finding. Um, <laughs> <coughs> well, I can't find it right now, obviously. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, happy Halloween, everybody. I'm just wasting all of your time <laughs> while I kill time to find to, it. To try to find this. Zero days Here we go. Halloween. Halloween. <coughs> This one is from uh, Great Britain. Um, uh, Hello. Good day. Uh, Should we do a bad uh, Celtic accent, even though that's not Great Britain? Um, But I'm not going to because uh, I don't want to stir up any animosity. Um, Amazing reviews. I absolutely love this podcast. It's part of my travel to and from work listening. I love that it's not just the normal hype films that are covered. It's all aspects of horror. With opinions that aren't like the ones you get on some film review channels. They are honest, fair, and if needed, very critical about the content of the film. Well, is this the perfect episode for you, Great Britain? Um, This is from from Scott, the Scott 9121. Um, it's very fun and friendly podcast that gives warnings at the start for the content, just in case it may trigger individuals. Thank you for all the hard work on this and keep up the excellent content. Thank you, Scott. We appreciate it. And we hope that this critical episode is one that you will listen to on your commute. (laughs) Happy Halloween, Scott. Oh, that's so wonderful. All right. Well, thanks, guys, uh, for listening. Until next time, Jamie keeps singing the Halloween song. But hope you guys have a safe and awesome Halloween. Halloween, Halloween, no more days on Halloween. It's Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye.